Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's time to get inside the Giants' home. Let's go, let's go, let's go. On Giants.com. like it, I like it, I like it. And the Giants mobile app. Give me some juice. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's roll. Welcome to another edition of the Giants Little Podcast, brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. We're back. O'Hara Schmelk was out last week, banged up. Yeah. A little strep throat. Yeah. You had to deal with the Tino. I apologize for that. I actually thought you sounded better with a strep throat than you do right now in person. So give, give me horse and course schmelk any day of the week. But we're glad that you're feeling better and you're back on the mend. My wife loved it. Well, she loved it, but she didn't have to deal with me for two days. She didn't love it, but she had the kids all to herself for two days. So, oh, yeah. so there, there yeah. is a balance there. Yeah, that's the old, I want you to get healthy, all. not because I want you to feel better, because I need help. <laughs> <laughs> She's sending out SOS flags. Yes, absolutely. As I was upstairs, you know, trying to keep my kids healthy of course now my daughter tested positive yesterday which ah, is awesome yeah um <laughs> for strep we're talking here yeah about, yes, about COVID. yes yes yeah. yes for strep yeah and, you, uh, usually you get it from the kids yes this right. was the opposite this time i was the with the uh the mm. uh uh progenitor of this one yeah. so Th- thanks dad good stuff yes exactly um giants did not have a much better week uh, going down to Miami, the score was 31 to 16, not bad. But you look at a lot of the other numbers in terms of you know yards and yards per play and stuff like that, and the Giants got outplayed in the game. Uh, we'll get into some very specific issues, Sean. But what was the biggest thing that you're taking away from this game, not just for the game specifically, but for the Giants moving forward as they try to turn this season around? Well, it's blocking, and we we came on this I think week one, and we were talking about this game is all about blocking and tackling, and the Giants would struggle with both. And, you know, it was the defense we were talking about after the 49ers game. Boy, they couldn't tackle. And that has reared its ugly head. But the blocking is the issue right now. And it's not just the passing game. It's the run game. Uh, it's they haven't things... run a well since Saquon went out. No, I mean, and, and that's a big part of it too, you know, because Saquon, he adds a lot of elements to it and he's going to break a lot of tackles. But the pass blocking in particular, what's alarming is how many whiffs there are. I mean, look, in the NFL, the defensive linemen get paid too. They're really good athletes. You, sometimes they're actually better athletes than the old linemen. I know it's shocking to hear. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. But <laughs> it's like you get beat sometimes, you know. But getting beat on the second move or late in the play is something that quarterbacks can survive through. They can they can still make the throw and they can still be productive. It's when you're whiffing. Thank you. When you're getting beat right now at the line of scrimmage, that is when the quarterback cannot get away from the rush. And that's what we've seen. And it's not just against Miami. This has kind of been building. Um, you know, are there reasons for it? Absolutely. We have the, the Giants were without three starters again. No Andrew Thomas. Um, you know, Ben Bredesen is in at center. Then he gets banged up. And by the way, he is just watching him the last two games. 
much better guard at this point than he is a center. He is a guard. And I think if you ask him, he would tell you, look, I prefer guard. I'll play center in a pinch, and that there's value in that. Um, but no doubt about it, there were a lot of times where you could tell it's snap the ball, oh, and then block. And when you're a natural center and when you've been doing it a long time, you, sna- you, you block while you're snapping. So it's simultaneous. So there, you could tell watching the game that there was a little. There were times where it was snap the ball. Oh yeah, I got a block too. The guy's already by him. And you just saw too on on some of those stunts that he was trying to pass off. Yeah. A couple of times, Gowinski went to pass the guy off to him, and Bredesen was on the ground. And, right. And that, they were. That and, and that's not going to work. Yeah. Well, listen. Anytime you know, I was on a team and we had a change in guard or a change in center, the one thing that shows up is TT twist, and that's tackle, tackle, twist, and you have the th- the wide three technique, outside shoulder of the guard. He's the penetrator, and his whole job is to pick the center. So he's trying to get inside leverage on that guard and then get to the hip of the center and pick him, and then the looper is coming around. So you can't pass it off clean, but what he also knows is he's hitting the hip of the center and ricocheting, which we saw Christian Wilkins do a number of times. What you always say, too, is that you need to have those interior guys on the same level, right? And a lot of times I felt like they weren't lined up even to pass those off. No, and – you you want to be a picket fence. So the center, after you snap, you've got to get back on the same level with your guards because you're just, you know, pre-snap, you're already ahead of them. So that takes a lot of reps. It takes a lot of, uh, you know, in order to get that chemistry um, and that continuity, you have to have reps at it. So that definitely showed up. Um, the other reason why teams will do a lot of TT twists like that is the stint occupies the center and it takes away from the slide, which means that you're one-on-one with the tackles. And we saw... A couple of times, Josh Azudu struggled with that. So, um, you know, on the big sack where Daniel Jones got the, the whiplash um, hit, Josh was late on the snap. The ball is snapped, and he's not out of a stance, and the guy's already got a step on him. So those are things, those are growing pains that you deal with with the young offensive lineman. Josh Azudu is a second-year player. We've got a second-year player at right tackle. There's still growing pains and growth that they're going through. Um, and, and then, you know, you've got all this, you know, fluidity up front, with the guards. Glowinski's in at left guard. You know, he's been a right guard pretty much all his career. So there's a lot of variables. Um, and, and then, then McKeithen one... goes out, and you have Jalen Mayfield, a right. practice squad guy that has very little experience with these other yeah. guys coming in. Well, you, I could see Christian Wilkins licking his chops. When Mayfield came in, and it's like, all right, this guy just got activated. Um, he hasn't had a live rep, you know. 2019, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. In a couple of years. And, look, he got beat right now. Like, there was a couple of times where he got beat on the first move. And it was an inside move, um, just you know, not 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 ready for that type of action. So um, that's frustrating. It's tough to watch. And as a quarterback, just imagine, you know, I froze the film numerous times when Daniel Jones' back foot hit the ground on his drop, and literally his back foot hit the ground, and there was three gun block guys like bearing down on him. And it's what do you do? Like it's survival mode at that point. Um, he took a lot of a lot of hits in that game, you know, and he tried to to scramble. He tried to buy some time, uh, but it, it just feels like the same theme over and over again. Um, and yet, it was a one score game. You know, Graham Cano misses a fifty five yard field goal, and I mean, they could have been, you know, it could have been really within, you know, reaching distance. Um, but it just the la- the lack of production offensively is stemming from the inability to block. And then, so you say, okay, we'll help him out. Which they do. Mike Kafka says, "All right, we're gonna find. We're gonna go uh, play action pass. I'm gonna keep the tight ends in. They're gonna chip on the outside tackles. I'll keep the back out. Well, then the problem is you only have two guys running routes against like five defenders. So, yeah, you've got four right. defenders and a linebacker, and you've got two guys running routes. So there's nowhere to go with the football. Um, 
you know, it's it's tough football. It's tough sledding when when that's the case. And everybody wants to say, well, hey, you know, Kafka and Dable, you guys got to come up with something. It's hard when they're you. Trying, they're trying hard. different things. Like this is what I, I keep trying to tell people. This I know it, it's tough. Like they're trying to run it. They're trying to do play action. Uh, we've seen when they try to do that play action boot game. They have so yeah. little respect for the run game. They're just sending the defensive end or the weak side linebacker upfield and blowing up the play. Uh, they've tried to go wide, play empty, and go kind of spread and shred. Well, to your point, if the offensive lineman's losing right away, can't do that either because then the quarterback's going to get murdered. So there's only so many things you can do. And, and, you know, you can probably help out one guy that's struggling, but if you have two or three guys that are struggling – you run out of options real fast. Yeah, it makes it, it makes it really tough. Um, you know, the Giants are not a you know, fullback tight end. Hey, let's go I formation and let's just you know get it downhill. Um, so the, there, there, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of times where offensively you look at all right, what are we doing well right now? Well, the, the answer is not nothing right now. So it's not even like hey, we've not got something that we can hang our hat on. This is who we're going to be and this is what we're going to do. Um, you know, I, I think the challenge right now is just to, they've got to take care of the elementary aspects of blocking at the line of scrimmage. And it's not even just physically getting beat. One of the sacks um, on Daniel Jones was actually Evan Neal. It was a mental error. You know, he pass sets and he thinks that he's got this linebacker. It's empty protection, which means you have to block inside out and take all blitzers. And to your point, this is what I'm talking about. They're trying to spread the field, right, and right. send everyone out. Yeah, and get everybody out. And then now all of a sudden what you do is when you spread everybody out, it really makes the defense declare. If they are going to bring a blitz, you can see it. It's easier to identify. But, you know, the guard was right there to pick up the linebacker, and Evan Neal didn't know that. So he squeezed it on the linebacker, and now you've got an unblocked defensive end bearing right down on the quarterback, and that's a mental error. So you combine that with physically getting beat, and it's just too many double negatives. I wanted to ask you about that because Carl Banks and I were talking about that at lunch yesterday, and we both kind of theorized, is that a pre-snap mic identification issue where you know the protection should have been sliding right, but it wasn't called? Just talk about how a mistake like that can happen because fans look at it and they're like, well, that's impossible. Yeah. The guy's right there. No one's there. Yeah. How does he not block him? But – Oftentimes, it is a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah, it's a communication aspect. And without being in the huddle and being on the line, I don't know what was said and what wasn't, but I do know this. When you're on the road, you're in the silent count. So it's really hard sometimes to hear. Maybe he didn't hear the call. But, yeah, you normally come up, hey, there's the mic. All right, we're going to slide this way. And you have a call for it. Well, factor in that not John Michael Smith is not there, so Bredesen's in his center. You know, maybe that communication, maybe that wasn't said. Maybe it wasn't you know, regurgitated down the line. Because when you're on the road, the center can make the call. The tackle out there can't, may not hear it. So the guard's got to relay that. Um, or, you, you know, you have a Roger or Louie call that lets everybody know. So clearly Evan Neal not on the same page. He thought he was responsible for that linebacker, and the guard was already there taking him. So now you've got an unblocked guy. And meanwhile, the quarterback thinks he's protected because he, he, he sees, hey, we're, we're taken care of on the front side. Those guys are blocked, so I'm good. And now he's looking at the other side of the field. So all of those things um, really just come down to communication and the chemistry. When you have been together for long enough, you could have code words and you could have little things. You see the same things. Um, so having a different center in there and a different right guard. I mean, the Giants have had five different starting O-line combinations, probably more than any team in the league uh, this season alone. The communication is the biggest factor anytime you see some of those mental errors. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with citizens. So go to that retreat. Knew you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? 
Giant fans, I just watched this great new series with Eli Manning, Champion the Journey, presented by Citizens. Eli talks with Tracy Wolfson about life after the Giants and everything he's working on now, like broadcasting and his business endeavors. You can check out the series now at citizensbank.com slash champion the journey. Did you figure out a way to get yourself on that show too, Sean, or no? No, no. Um, I, I think uh, I think I'm good. I think I've I've met my Eli, Eli quota, quota for the year. So uh, how was yeah, that we're doing good. the Manicast, by the way? I didn't, I didn't have a chance to see it. Um, well, it was great, except for the game. You well, know, it was, uh, it's like, hey, we're going to bring on Sean O'Hara now, and the Giants have 10 sacks. Oh, and here's another one. It was like it was just ringing them up. Um, but it, it was fun. It was it was good. Uh, it was good banter. We got some uh, we got some good storytelling in. Now I imagine if I'm painting in that spot, I'm like, all right, I got O'Hara coming in. I know he's got all sorts of dirt on him. Yeah. I'm going to try to use Sean to take some shots at my younger brother here. Yeah. Is, is that pretty much what happened? I felt like that was the way that it was heading. Um, <laughs> you know, it was kind of like, hey, all right, I need you. Don't come on here and be nice to him. Come on here and drop a hammer. So, <laughs> I, But I wasn't sure because I, I feel like Peyton is trying to like, – I feel like he feels like he's, he's down a score. Like he's kind of playing catch up because Eli's kind of been bringing the heat. And so I, I thought that I was going to get some of those messages like, hey, man, let's, you know, tell me what are you doing, what's going on. But um, but it was really more Eli, like, hey, let's team up on Peyton. So <laughs> oh, no. get whatever you can dish out and get on Peyton, because, you know, we would have we had a couple of conversations like, all right, you know, what do you want to talk about? What stories do you want to talk about? And you, you go into it saying, if the game is good, we're going to talk football. If it's not good, then we've got to have some material. We've got to have some fill. So uh, there was some stuff we didn't get to, but um, I did get to show the photo of Eli face planting while we were surfing. I don't know if that, if you got to see that, but I did not. Um, it was, you know, we were at the Pro Bowl and we all decided to go surf. And Eli was trying to get up on the board and it just was not working out. So he was Johnny Utah. Do less. Do he, less. He was Do doing Do face plants. And we got a, Will Hauser, our photographer, got a great photo of him. And like, it's typically Eli. He's like smiling as he's about to like, <laughs> as he's about to eat ocean. He's about to uh, face plant. So he was Johnny Utah. I was much more Bodie. Uh, I actually got up on the board and I had a picture of me flexing on the board. So I, I showed him up on that, but we didn't get to pay that one off. If you have uh, that picture, you got to send it in. We can we can put it up on the on the podcast. Yeah, all on right. YouTube channel. I'll, I'll send it to you for sure. Um, the thing that's interesting about that show is you are at the mercy of the commercials. So like you can literally be like we are in a conversation right now, and it's like hey. Commercial in 10, and it's like you got to just cut out of whatever you're doing. Um, but that was, um, you know, the, the game itself, you know, I came on right after the pick six that DJ oh, threw. Boy. So it was kind of tough to see all that. Um, you know, I, I definitely, you know, got a chance to, to, to tease Eli a little bit. Um, Peyton tried to bring some material. Um, he had some photos and some questions, but – um, I also, I think, I think the best dig of the whole uh, night, really, aside from the fact that I had to follow Will Ferrell. Did you really? It was like Will Ferrell and Sean O'Hara. So I'm like, all right, what kind of guest list is this? Will Ferrell is like a, you know, an A-lister. And I think, you know, I was the bottom of the barrel. Five people must have canceled for, for <laughs> me to get on the show. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if Peyton, Peyton's probably still hot at me for this one, but, um, you know, Seahawks. 5-0 and at MetLife Stadium. They play really well here. And uh, my parting shot to Peyton was... I know where know, this is going. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen a Seahawks defense destroy an offense since the uh, Super Bowl here. Right, Peyton? So what that he was, Yeah, he, he was like, all right, you're done. Oh, here's out. <laughs> I was, I was going to see if we could hold you on for one more, one more segment, but you're done. You're out. 
Yeah, he, PM's not happy about oh, that Oh, that was pretty good. All right, uh, sorry for that aside there, folks, but that was fun. Um, all right, so, Sean, aside from getting John Michael Schmitz and Andrew Thomas back, which obviously would solve a lot of these problems, and frankly, I think at this point, almost getting John Michael Schmitz back would solve more because you fix center and then you probably fix one of the guard spots because you slide Bredesen over two. Yeah. What can this group do now? Now, Marcus McKeithen might be out. What can this group do to, to try to – you know, they aren't going to be a top unit. They aren't going to be, you know, just, just get close to where your offense can function. Because to your point, you know, Daniel's getting so hit here. And we saw this with Eli towards the end of his career. That even when the pressure's not there, you're thinking the pressure is coming. Because it's mental. And your clock just gets sped up so much. It, it just makes it really difficult for you to call an offense and for the quarterback to operate in it. Yeah, you know I'm a movie guy. Um, so I'm going to resort back to Days of Thunder here. This is like Cole Trickle after he gets in the accident and he gets back in the car and he just can't get comfortable and he doesn't trust it and he, he revs the engine, revs the RPM, blows the engine, um, and you know he's scared. So look, for Daniel Jones, uh, this feels very similar to a couple of years ago when we had this issue. Even the back half, the, the, the last year uh, or two of Eli's career, it was, man, just abysmal O-line play and just you know a quarterback that doesn't trust the pocket. So... I think the biggest thing that this offense needs to do is they, they need to get their quarterback confidence. Confidence that I can take a three-step, five-step drop, and I'm not going to get smoked. I'm not going to get drilled. I need to be able to trust that I can hang in there. You know, for anybody that watched the Monday night game, Jimmy Garoppolo hung in that pocket, like, I mean, all day long. Those are like slide up the pocket. wide receiver screens. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they got the ball out quick, yeah. but there were times where he was, you know, stepping up from an edge rusher, and then moving and navigating within the pocket, yeah. not breaking contain, and then finding you know Jacoby Myers down the field or Devontae Adams. So uh, that's what they have to get back to. Andrew Thomas coming back will absolutely help twofold. Number one, your best offensive lineman. Um, you know he's a Pro Bowl player. That in itself is going to be huge. But the ripple effect of not having Andrew Thomas, it wasn't all right. We're just going to put Matt Parrott in. It was we're going to move Azudu from guard to tackle. I, I think I really think Azudu is a better guard. I think he was playing out of position at tackle, um, and it, it showed up. And there was a couple of times where, you know, he looked like he was struggling in space. But having Andrew Thomas back and John Michael Schmitz back, it will make this offensive line stouter, no doubt. They will be better. Um, I think the communication will be better. But the biggest key is they have to start fast. Like, you've got to go out and, you know, look, everybody knows the Giants have not scored a touchdown in the first half yet this season. Offensively, right. Offensively. Mm -hmm. No, the defense did. But the defense now has more points in the first half than the offense. They're not good. That's not that's not a recipe for any kind of victory. But offensively, we always talk about, hey, we got to start fast. Right. Like the opening drive. That's for the Giants to build confidence and to, to give confidence to their quarterback and to the whole team, really. They have to score on the first drive. Opening possession, even if it's just a field goal, you have to take that ball down on your first possession. You got to march down the field and you got to find a way to get some points on the board because the defense doesn't believe in you right now. They don't trust that you're going to score points. They don't trust that you're going to deliver. And I think the Bills, right now, this is a perfect recipe for the Giants. The Bills are coming off of a tough loss on the road in London. So, you know, maybe that's a factor. Um, they're banged up defensively. You, know, you mentioned Matt Milano being out. Jadavius White, um, they lost White's out. Lineman, Greg, Greg Rousseau. Rousseau. Yep. Um, so this is, you know, this is a, a good time to be playing the Bills. I've always felt like it's not always who you play, but when you play them. Sure. Um, I don't know if there's ever a good time to play the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen right now with what he's doing, but they literally ran for 29 yards against Jacksonville. So they were completely one-dimensional. Um, and, and that's what you want to do as a defense. You want to make a team one-dimensional. 
Um, Josh Allen threw for 360 yards and had 200 yard receivers, but they lost. So um, I, I think the Giants are going to try to do uh, exactly what Jacksonville did, um, try to get some more turnovers. And the ironic thing is we've been begging for turnovers. The Giants are plus three in turnovers against Miami, and yet they still take the L. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? Bills do have 21 sacks, by the way, to lead the NFL. Yeah, AJ Epinesa went off. He had a, yes. he had a monster game. And by the way, to just give you an idea of how, how bad it's been, 21 sacks for a defense leads the league, right? Top unit in football. Right. Giants have given up 30. Yeah. That 11-sack game and seven in week one, I mean, that right there. Seven last week. That, that would have led the league alone. It's, it's not great. Hey, Giants fans, Citizens is presenting a new video series, Champion the Journey, where Eli Manning talks to Tracy Wolfson about how his elite quarterbacking skills help make him ready to succeed in his post-football career. Watch the series now at citizensbank.com slash champion the journey. Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. Let's talk quickly on this Giants defense, Sean, and we'll kind of roll it into the Bills this upcoming week. They didn't miss a lot of tackles against the Dolphins. There just didn't seem to be guys there when the Dolphins players are running really fast for the head zone. Yeah. They found a lot of space and a lot of room. Uh, you mentioned the the Trey Hawkins play where, you know, guys impress one-on-one against Tyreek Hill with no help. That's probably not where you want him. He missed, yeah. And he missed a jam, and then that was pretty much all she wrote. What does this Giants defense have to do to start revving the engine a little bit and slowing down a Bills offense, which has been really, really productive this year? Yeah, I mean, look, Miami's been tough for a lot of teams to handle. And that that speed, it's, you know, how do you simulate that in practice? Like, you could talk about, hey, look, this guy, HN, has got an unbelievable burst. How do you simulate that? How do you you get your defense ready for that? You mentioned there there were less missed tackles, and, you know, it's because they they weren't even in position to try to make the tackle sometimes because they were already by them. Of course, Tyree Kill is a different animal. And I think to your point on that touchdown throw, you know, there, there's no excuse to not have him doubled. Like there was a safety, Xavier McKinney was over there, and you're over there for a reason. Have, he's got to have over the top help. You can't put, there isn't a corner in the league right now that can run with Tyree Kill. So, you know, I'm sure that's a call that Wink Martindale would like to have back. But I think the biggest thing is the Giants defense has to continue to get pressure. Like they have not gotten a lot of interior pressure. Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence, this is your game. This is your opportunity. I, I think if you look at at what Josh Allen brings to this table, he likes to extend plays. He likes to run around and try to stress your defense with the scramble mode. Your interior pressure is paramount. He can get away from the edge rusher. He can't get away from the interior pressure. So uh, Deion Dawkins, their, their, their left tackle, he's probably their best lineman. Yeah. Um, you know, they didn't have it. They threw the ball 40 times against Jacksonville, not one sack. So that's one of the things that, They've done a pretty good job of. Josh Allen is responsible for that. But um, make them one-dimensional like Jacksonville did. If you could stop the run, that's always goal number one as a defense. Um, find a way to get some turnovers. You know, Pinnock had that great interception. O'Karrake got his hand on the ball twice. Um, that interception he deflected, and then the other one he caught. So McKinney punched one out. Yeah, McKinney punched one out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those were big plays. You, you need some of those, especially on the road. But um, I think the biggest thing is just like no big plays. You can't give up the easy touchdown. You can't give up. You can't fall for the double move by Stephon Diggs. And they're going to find a way to try to get Diggs on some sort of go route, whether he's running across the field, um, and, and they're trying to put your safety in a bind. So those plays are going to be there, um, and, and they just can't give up that big play. Yeah, and that's what the Bills, to your point, with Josh Allen running around, what they want to do. And I think you hit it, Sean. To me, 
where the most talent is on this defense and the most veteran talent is on this defense is up front. Yeah. You go from Leonard Williams to Dexter Lawrence. I'm going to throw Ashawn Robinson in the mix. Nacho. Kevon Thibodeau's in a second. You know Aziz Olari has a lot of juice coming off the edge. He's healthy now. If you're going to win this match against Buffalo, that's where you're going to win it. Look, it's going to be tough sledding. Stephon Diggs is really good. All right? It's tough to cover him. You know, they have other guys, Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid, Gabriel Davis. They have some guys that can run around and get open downfield. It's going to be tough going. But if, if you're going to win, those big guys up front have to come and just dominate one of these games in the paint. And that's where you're going to have to win this. Because if, if, if Josh Allen's sitting back there doing whatever he wants, when he's on Sean and he's not throwing it to the other team, which he does have games where sometimes he'll just implode like he did against the Jets and just make dumb decisions... He might be the best quarterback in football when he's playing the best version of football of himself. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's Mahomes and Josh Allen. And, and I think, you know, anybody that lives on the East Coast is probably taking Josh just because of proximity. But, <laughs> um, you know, the, the guy is... He's an alien. Know, he not, Like, Mahomes is so smooth and he's fluid and he's athletic, but he wants to throw the ball. Like, make no mistake about it. I think Josh Allen would actually prefer to run somebody over or jump over somebody as opposed to throwing the ball. So... Uh, he's a different animal from that standpoint, but also it can be to his detriment, and that's where we've seen a yeah. lot of the turnovers happen. Um, you know, he goes airborne. He's not scared to to, to go go high, um, and I think that you know you got to make him pay with that. But I think the one thing the Giants should not do is do not wear T-shirts with emojis on them. That did not work out well for Miami. Wait, wait, um, what did they do? I didn't catch that. So when the Dolphins, you know, all week long, they were everybody was talking about, oh my gosh, 70 points. Dolphins, how are you going to stop this offense? They're the best offense in the league, best offense in the league. The Buffalo Bills were kind of getting tired of hearing about it. Well, the social media team for the Miami Dolphins posted when they landed in Buffalo to pl- on Saturday, when they came out for the game, they were all we- um, they were wearing um, emoji uh, shirts, like with the, um, you know, like this this emoji think mm-hmm. kind of thing. So Miami was wearing that because it was kind of like, oh, hey, you know, are we the best team? Mm. You know, because everybody had been talking about the Bills are the best offense and Josh Allen. And then it was like, oh, hmm, maybe we're the better team. We just put up 70 on Denver. Like, okay. So the Bills players saw that, that the, this emoji. So when Josh Allen scored his touchdown, he went like this. <laughs> Stephon Diggs like this. So it kind of created a little extra – you know, pizzazz to that and a little more juice. I think that the Bills felt like they were kind of being slighted. Oh, it was in reference to the fact that um, Miami was underdogs, I think. I think it might have oh, been reference to the like, line as well. And it was like, oh, wow, okay, uh, really? We're, we just scored 70 points. Yeah, we scored 70 points, and yet we're still underdogs going into Buffalo. So, um, you know, that all kind of got you know, strown out. And, hey, you know, whatever, whatever gets a team motivated – Whatever you need, Sean. Go for it. If, I mean, if we're down to emojis right now, that's what it is. But the Giants shouldn't need any more motivation than trying to get their second one of the year. Yeah. I is think there, this game is there a block fun. emoji? Because that, that would be appropriate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there is. Yeah. Maybe you get like a cinder block or something like, like that. That may be the closest thing. Yeah, maybe. there you go. Okay. I think it's more of like a stop thing. Right, I'm stop sign. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure you want to do that. Yeah. You know, asking somebody to stop, you kind of have to just do it yourself, yeah, I think. Yeah, got to make them stop. Yeah, correct. Show it. Good stuff, brother. All right, Johnny. Show to Howard, John Schmoke, Giants on a podcast brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. We'll see you next week. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.